0: Sunday night, April 9, 1944. My darling, tonight is the first of many, but I've braved the ladies at church and feel very well under the circumstances. How do I know your address so soon? Your change of address card came to kinder and beat me here, so everyone was expecting me. In fact, they had prepared a meal. I suppose you wondered how I got home so soon. Well, I weeped my tears, listened to the radio, and cried. At 12.15, I bought gas in Houston and picked up two kids. They asked me if I was going as far as Beaumont, for they had so far to go they were afraid of short rides. Well, they were quite thrilled when I told them I was going to Lake Charles, for they were at Polk, out on three-day passes before the final push. One was 20, from Oklahoma, and could talk of nothing but his baby girl. The other was from France, been in the U.S. four years, and in the Army two and a half of that four. And I talked about you. Welcome to Forever. I'm Charlotte Purser.
1: I'm Jens Rasmussen.
0: I'm Tamala Woodard. This is a podcast that is part love letters, part conversation, and part deductive mystery. My grandmother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2001. She was ill for eight years before passing. When she was first diagnosed, my aunts and my mom and I went to her house and cleaned it out. My mother and her sisters found over 500 love letters in black plastic garbage bags in my grandmother's attic. I'm
1: getting oh. chills just listening to you say that.
0: My mother spent three years scanning and cataloging all of these letters, and then eventually when I said I wanted to write a play, she sent them all to me on a little thumb drive.
2: And how many, how many letters are there?
0: There are more than 500. There are more like 1,000, maybe 1,500.
2: Oh, there's a lot more than 500. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
1: So they wrote to each other almost every day.
0: They wrote to each other almost every day, sometimes twice a day. My grandmother's job was to write to him at least twice a day. So sometimes she wrote to him three times or oh four God. times a day. So in any so given he, month, I will have a collection of letters from her that I might have 60, 70 letters.
1: But that also means that many, many of her letters were lost.
0: Well, I don't have any letters passed um the beginning of January in 1945 but i have tons of letters of his from 1945 so she was able to keep all of his right but in our speculation is that in the f- in 1945 he did a lot of movement and wasn't able to keep them. So, he wasn't even able to, like, keep his trunk with him or anything. He because was they were moving so fast? Mm-hmm. He was a captain, so he could have a lot of equipment with him. He could have a trunk with some keepsakes and things like that. And he kept her letters, and he kept asking her to send him, like, a new waterproof folder for them wow. and stuff. And so, sh- he would, she would send that, and he would keep her letters in that. And... I think he kept them, he kept as many as he could through the entire war, but once he started moving around and probably didn't have his um, His trunk trunk with him, him, yeah, once he didn't have his trunk with him anymore, then he wouldn't have been able to collect as many. So, but I know that she continued to write him, so that's also an interesting story potentially for another podcast or another day, is that her her story is missing,
3: Yeah, and
0: like how many women's story is actually just missing.
2: and so we've got a dropbox full of, of letters yes and there is a play that exists there is but now there is a podcast that exists because what I, I, at least what i found incredibly fascinating was the theatricality just between the correspondence of two people over the course of of many 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 months many 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 years and many many dangerous situations and how we've lost that as a form of communication and the um the how the how a letter you know written in 1944 or written in 1984 or written in 19 even 94 is this kind of like bulwark this kind of like trying to reach across time and space um, um, and communicate to someone that you are not even sure if they will get um, this piece of paper um, that's communicating how much you love them, how much you desire them, how much you miss them. Um, and then being yeah. able to, like, actually excavate that, not just with your grandparents' letters, but with letters in general. Because we just do not have the experience of, of having to write um, across time and space anymore. Or we do, but it's so
0: limited. Like, I remember writing letters to my best friend when I was in elementary school.
2: And then once everybody started using email, then we stopped writing letters. Yeah. And we started, we stopped writing long correspondence. It's also like it's somewhere between communicating with another human being and also journaling, right? Yeah. Because you forget that you may be saying something that you, you can say things in letters that you wouldn't say out loud, and certainly the way you wouldn't say them out loud. Yeah. Right.
0: For sure, my grandparents were way more vulnerable in their letters than they ever would have been. In person
1: and it's exciting to do the podcast because of course in the play we only get little snippets and just a fraction but to actually like spend the time and take the journey of of a much more significant number of these letters is really exciting i think yeah
0: i think i think just being having access to such a vast amount of source material is really what inspired the podcast because there's so much here there's so much richness to delve into, and then and then allowing that to feed into the idea of other people sharing letters with us sounds really amazing to me.
1: Yeah, the fa- the the fascination of of yeah. all the other kinds of letters that are out there, and that we're on the cusp in this sort of uh, digital age of of losing this all, losing mm-hmm. lo- losing the skill, and like you know, the, these letters hold something that digital media never will. Yeah
2: it's a, it's like an archaeological sort of excavation because you know there's so much that they talk about in these letters that um, your grandparents talk about in these letters I'm like what is that thing what's that thing what was happening there and there's not just the space between them that they're communicating but the world in which they're existing which to me as a you know black lady from the south is deeply you know it's like complicated <laughs> you know, yeah, knowing that I can only imagine yeah you know that they're they're living in you know they're born bread out of louisiana and the south and the 40s and just sort of like what the situation was and and to actually have i think it's useful that we are we these letters humanize and r- remind us that ultimately the more we're we think we're different the more actually we're the same we desire we love we fear we hate we um you know we want uh, forever we want forever and ever
1: yeah. Yeah, the whole, I, the whole thing of like, uh, you know, the handwriting analysis and like how we express ourselves. It's a, it's a very fin- interesting It's also thing. so
0: different from like sending a text message or an email or anything like that today because you can, there's room for subtlety in a letter. There's room for little inside jokes that like you wouldn't get in an email because there's no subtlety. Everything is like a blank form, mm-hmm. you know, it's always the same font. You might be able to italicize or bold
1: things, but, right? But, but for sure on a text, right?
0: Yeah, but there's something about like the emphasis that you can see on the page when somebody's written something.
1: Yeah,
2: and you also the, the 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 straining for intimacy, the the you can feel the yearning. I think in these in these letters, particularly for each other, and the kind of like trying to like make um the future that they want like trying to project that as a thing for each one of them to hold on to while one of them is at war and yeah. in constant danger yeah. and knowing that your letter might get to this person you know mildred's letter might get to red um and he won't be there anymore and just like that being always a possibility that you don't articulate but that is there
0: I think that's also part of why the letters tend to be like quite mushy, you know, in in sections because they didn't know if that was going to be their last letter to each other.
3: Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't know if it was the last
0: one they would write or if it was the last one they were going to, the other person was going to read. Yeah. You know, so they had to make sure that like their true feelings were known. Oh my God.
2: You know, (laughs) so good. So we (laughs) fell in love
0: with these letters. (laughs) And then
2: here is this um, podcast idea yeah. to uh, read these letters um to read the res- the correspondence between um a man and a woman a, a woman who's 20 21 22 newly married yeah right, and a man who's 24 25 newly married mm-hmm. and, the, and a captain already yeah. and pretty intelligent like brilliant human beings um yeah <laughs> from <laughs> the so pretty yeah. pretty bright and, and that also opens up, you know, questions for us about, like, other kinds of letters and correspondence between other kinds of lovers that aren't necessarily in the war, which we'll maybe get to later as we, as we go along. But just starting off with, with this. So, here goes forever. Should we read? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Four years, and in the Army, two and a half of that four. And I talked about you. I checked tires and oil and Beaumont didn't need any and let them out in Lake Charles and got here at five. Boy, I was hungry and tired. I ate, went to church, and I'm riding in bed with my blue pajamas on. I talked Mother out of our birthday gift, which was another cup and saucer. (laughs) Maybe someday we'll have enough to use. She gave us a bowl for my Easter present. She's counting on our forever, too. My roses really look pretty in a green vase. Mother got carnations from Charlie. But I think my roses are prettier. You see, roses are my favorite of all flowers. You were very sweet to send them to me and to make my birthday so swell. You're the most wonderful husband in all the world. I love you so very, very much, dearest, and will always and forever. There was so much I wanted to say to you this morning, but just couldn't. So you be careful and take good care of you for me, for I'll tell you that then. Dear, don't forget to number your letters so we can keep up with them. I do want us to do that, and remember you wanted me to write often. How will I do that? Only if you write me often. Please do, for that is what I'll live by. Gee. The sun came out just beautifully outside Smithville and shone to Liberty where it started raining and showered on us all night up to kinder. Do you want me to keep all of your khaki clothes? I'll love it, but you might not want them. I tired and sweepy. Must read my chapter. So, good night, darling. Pleasant dreams. I love you always. M.E. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, is that number, what number is that? I think that's number one. That's the first letter? Well, yeah. it's
1: certainly the first, right? It's the first letter from when she's she seen him that morning. She
0: saw him that morning, so it's the first one him. that now they're apart.
1: It's after basic training well,
0: he was in, he was in Texas for like two years doing maneuvers and training and things like that. Crazy. So, like the the amount of training those guys went through was was insane when yeah. you think about it. I
1: don't, I haven't told you guys, but I I, uh, I I just realized the other day that over the course of this, the, the you know, since we've been talking and working on this project, I've I've um, become really interested in fountain pens and started started. Um, yeah, I bought some fountain pens and I've been using fountain pens to write. And I don't, I don't know when we were talking the other day about you know how how there may be clues to be found from uh, from actually not looking at the transcription but actually looking at the the actual letter. And um, I was like, oh my god, is that is that why I've been. You know, Not following this voice. fountain pen kind of thing <laughs> and that you know that that uh that very tactile experience of of putting words to paper with uh an instrument uh, a, a, a vintage whatever you know and uh, mm-hmm. A classic instrument
2: and express an Im- I- emotion Expressive, yeah it's like right? Your actual like how you feel is inside of how you're forming the letters yeah or how you want to project how you feel is inside of how you form the letters and mm-hmm. looking at. Your your granddad's letters are like from from edge to edge. Every yeah. you know he like doesn't waste any space. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. It's like eats the paper, and so it's really interesting. Yeah, to and them. hers
0: are hers are many more pages, but she wrote on smaller papers, and she left like big wide margins. And mm. yeah, I think
1: yeah, and no, and that twenty whole pages long.
2: These letters, some of them.
0: Some of them are, I think probably the longest one is about ten pages. Mm.
1: That uh, each of these letters represents what might be their last communication to each other. It's like you know, really profound and carries a weight that an unspoken weight, of course, right? Because they don't, yeah. they don't want to say that.
0: They don't say the words of yeah. the thing that is like behind all the yeah. letters. They like dark. Yeah. 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 So that's uh, number one from Mildred.
2: From Mildred, the day she said goodbye to him as yeah. he was going, basically about to. Um, leave the country. Yeah. Okay.
1: Great. Yeah. The letter really drops in when she says, "There's so much I wanted to say to you this morning." I really feel like there's uh, like, I know there's so much unsaid, and like when you listen to those those parts afterwards, I don't know if listeners want to go back and, and hear, but you know, like there's so much like in between. This is when she like talks about the roses, right?
0: Because uh-huh. yeah. he he had sent them to her, knowing that she would be arriving
1: alone having said goodbye
2: yeah oh amazing we should how long did it take red to so so mildred is your great grandmother. Yes. Okay. And her husband is Red. red. And his name called- is Red Evans. And, but what was his real name?
0: His real name was Williford James Evans.
1: <laughs> okay, Williford. Well, I would have gone, <laughs> I, would have gone by, I would have gone by Red too.
0: <laughs> and it, well he had red hair. Yeah. And every, and then it was like not an insult to call somebody red, you know, like yeah. I know some people who had red hair when I was in high school and they like did not ever want to be called red. Really? But my granddad proudly was he went by Red and he had red hair up until the day he died. Wow. In fact, oh, he had like wow. a little bit of gray Around the time he died, but he had he died in when he was seventy one.
2: Wow, that's amazing. So we should spoiler alert. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, yeah, I'm cut here,
1: that part. So <laughs> cut that part. I think that's. uh yeah.
2: We should. Should um, we hear Red's response? Is the is the is the next letter Red's response to this one or no? no, no I, don't
1: really. he, I don't think I don't think he's he's received that letter. I don't. Yeah, he may, he, it's
0: he's received well, this one by by the time we get to. Red's letter. It's actually a couple months later. I chose these both because it it gives an idea of what what their experience was Oh, that's right. Sort of immediately upon separating. That's right. So we he got her point of view of uh, leaving him and having a lonely drive and like pitching up, picking up these two hitchhikers that helped sort of pass the time a little bit. Mm. And then, um, and then his I chose because it, it it tells you instantly like what the train ride was like, how many people um, he was in charge of, and what kind of man he is. So yeah, we should definitely listen to that.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Hi, darling. I miss you something awful every day and night and all the day and night. Do you miss my repeating it over and over again like I do? And do you mind my saying all over again that I love you? For I do love you, darling, so awful doggone much. And honestly, it does increase every day even on letterless days like today when all day i looked forward to two mail calls and found a no mail at all i miss you love you need you want you more than ever until today i had been sweating it out over something that came up on our trip from camp to port back in the states you see as train commander i was allowed a certain amount for emergency rations Well, when we passed through Greenville, South Carolina, I bought the boys $28 worth of ice cream. (laughs) And when I sent the report back to Camp Swift, they came at me with a hidden regulation that ice cream was not an authorized purchase (laughs) and demanding a check for the $28. I stalled for time by writing an excuse of chosen words. That much has taken three months because ordinary mail was used. Today came the demand again for the twenty-eight frog skins. In the meantime, the company fund had built up. So now, we're going to pay it that way, and I won't have to dig into my own shekels. This gang had three months of good fun kidding me about how I could make an allotment, buy the company ice cream, and pay five dollar bets on a captain's pay. Why the five dollar bets? Now, my dear, don't tell me you've forgotten my bet with Pykarski and Brinkman. I wish you could only know how much I mean it when I say that is one bet I want to lose. And the sooner the better. We talk about the bet every now and then and how Brinkman is now a lot more eligible than either Pykarski or myself since... Well, since his chances are just a lot better than ours under the present circumstances. This gang thought I was foolin' when I told them they'd have to work fast if they were going to pay that bet before I did once the gangplank goes down in the good old U.S. of A. And they were doubly surprised when I told them I'd have to pay off ten dollars instead of five since I, we, of course, dear, am going to have twins. Today's Stars and Stripes had a short article about Jimmy Davis closing the Louisiana Session of Congress by singing Makes No Difference Now. So I passed around the office the May alumni news I got a few days ago with his honor the governor's picture smeared all over the front. Same copy incidentally that told of PC Shaw's wedding in South Africa. I'll admit I was mighty surprised that he doed it. Of course, I'm the lucky guy with the perfect wife. She doesn't like it because i make five and ten dollar bets about things but i have a few pieces of writing that say she too would maybe be agreeable to my being the first to pay off (laughs) gee there'll be that and lots of cigars to pass out a bouquet of forget-me-nots a new pair of shoes to replace the ones i'll wear out pacing up and down in the hall and just Lots and lots of little white squares of cloth with safety pins to match. (laughs) Aren't I awful? But you're so very wonderful, precious, and I love you from way down inside me. We'll have our forever, and every bit of it will be filled with the little happinesses which will build our home into one in a class all its own. Here's ten for tonight, two handfuls. Use them wisely, but first remember now and always, that I love you, darling, your husband.
2: Yes. Hey. I love that sexy talk part. <laughs>
1: Isn't it funny? I, lo- I do too. It's like, I, I love how well, And the way intimate. they do it is
0: so, it's so like, it's it's so of the era and of that time. It's so not on the nose at all. Right. It's very like talking around it, with with double entendres and, yeah. and yeah. crazy slang.
2: <laughs> so what's the so the so is the bet that. Okay, it's either, I'm trying to,
1: like, get my brain The bet right is there. who's going to get, Their you wife lose pregnant the first. bet by getting your preg- wife <laughs> pregnant first, first, don't you think? <laughs> you yeah. lose That's what, the bet
0: by yeah. getting your wife pregnant first. So he wants to pay up.
1: Yeah. He, he wants,
2: wants to, to lose, lose the bet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so, so Pikarski must be on leave at this point since he has a better chance of winning.
2: No, no. Prykarski must be uh, already gone. I mean, Brinkman must be already gone because he's the win is if you don't get your wife right. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. Yes, I switched the names. So he must be
2: gone, or he must be already. Oh, yeah. He could be single, right? Because then he could win the bet. What? Under the present circumstances. Mm. Hmm. Read that no, part. Right. We yeah, talk about again. the bet. Every, that, we talk and about
1: then. the pet every now and then, and how Brinkman is now a lot more eligible than either Pykarski or myself, since well, since his chances are just a lot better under our present circumstances. Eligible to lose the
2: bet? Yeah, that's
1: yeah, what I yeah. That
0: must be it. Oh, Maybe so, he's okay. on leave. Maybe he's at yeah. home. No, Maybe I think he
2: can't. If he's at home, he's going l- to eligible to lose, lose the, bet. the bet. Yeah. Ah. Interesting. Okay, got it. Okay. Right. I, I mean,
1: it. it's all it's all a little backwards because, like, by losing, you're winning, Yeah, right. right by losing, <laughs> you're winning, yeah. I guess
2: the guy that doesn't get what, like, they all want gets, <laughs> should should get some money. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> Although it seems a bit backwards because kids be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I love this
1: slang, too. The frog, skin. frog skins. Frog skins.
2: Like, when did that go out of? Fashion that that Uh, well,
1: I have. I looked that up. (laughs) You did, yeah. I think uh, (laughs) the etymology is that it it showed up in 1902, um, according to Webster's. um, And you know, just it It it, sounds uh, like
0: a very vaudeville thing to say, yeah, right.
1: And of course, it's the etymology, of course, is that it's um, because it's green right so that's yeah. why it's frog skins oh okay green american money
2: right yeah he's like it's all frog skins
1: shekels uh-huh. you know oh, that's funny yep yeah, first yeah. known use was in 1902 wow yeah. so this was hot slang back then this is hot slang <laughs> and <laughs> fresh off 40, the fresh and 40 I think the, these letters and I hope other letters that that come to us uh do this incredible thing of like capturing well in the case of red's letters the war writ large mm-hmm. or you know what's going on in in louisiana,
3: the world in louisiana
1: too. and then they capture their their sort of daily experiences as as individuals as soldiers and a and a school teachers and and then through it all there's this this th- this thread of them like clinging to each other surviving for each other being each other's strength that is mm-hmm. just like so compelling to me
0: Mm -hmm. And it it becomes for me like it's not just this sepia toned, you know, far away version of of a life. It's like it's very much here and now the way they're writing. It's very present, very active. Like, you know, I mean, looking at it, looking at it from a distance in time, like I know how the war ended, but they didn't know at this point how it was going to turn out. They didn't know what was going to happen, you know, and they like she she cried her tears and then tried to pull herself together to be brave and she didn't know when she would see him again. Yeah. Or if you she know, would they see thought, him again, right. They thought, oh, for sure, it'll be done by Christmas. So this is it starts out you know, in April 1944, and obviously it wasn't done by Christmas.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, so it definitely got it it seems to me since especially since we're missing most of her letters from 1945 that like it actually got like much intense much more intense, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I like what you just said about the, you know, like there is that sort of preconception that it's like sepia tone but like mm-hmm. as not as uh, human as we are yeah, somehow. Yeah, but as we're reading these letters I feel like they're like coming into focus and coming mm-hmm. into more full color and mm-hmm. that is again that sort of archaeological experience of like piecing together the clues of who these people are and what this world was mm-hmm. that they were living in and it like it it, it 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 is sort of like brings history to life in a way and,
2: and he was on it so a captain's pay he's sending it all most of it all back, right? It goes there first. Does it go home first? Does it go into a you know well, how, know how is works. payment I don't working? actually know how that works.
0: I imagine he would have gotten a check, but I don't I mean he know. can't cash
2: it in, in Germany. So no, <laughs> but also yeah, he
0: can't. But it would have been sent to her, probably.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess we we'll have to, to, pay to pay the household out. funds
2: and all of that. Yeah,
1: I think that's. But what um, you know, we. But speaking of like money and like you know, like to get an idea of what the twenty-eight dollars was worth, right? We're we're yeah. guessing that um, it, uh, uh, an ice cream would would have been a nickel back then yeah mm-hmm. so how like, many that would
0: have been an expensive ice cream too I a think. nickel right. ice cream yeah so oh, he wow. bought like f- more than 500 people ice cream yeah well, what did we figure yesterday it was like 560 people potentially bought mm-hmm.
1: which seems like, ice cream. So seems like a reasonable so
2: 28 equals yeah. something
0: like 1200 dollars now
2: yeah i think it was in, like 1900 in ice cream like inflation nine hundred dollars <laughs> in ice cream. <laughs>
0: inflation. yeah so it was like no joke that he he spent this money he spent like a big amount of money and, then and they the said, army was Pay like, him uh, back.
1: No, <laughs> no, I you know that's right I feel like I feel like that was like kind of what my my parents I think monthly rent was you know 20-30 bucks back in, in wow. their first apartment so that been, yeah that's that, a that, lot of you know that's, a, that's <laughs> a seriously expensive
2: apartment <laughs> yeah I mean a nineteen well, 1900- thousand I mean we two, live in thousand
1: dollars you know right. a thousand two thousand dollars but where
2: where were they living
1: uh, Wisconsin
2: Wisconsin yeah dude <laughs> yeah i don't know
0: um well so mildred but that's in the uh, se- i mean house. Like, that's mildred in the went, 70s and
2: 80s but she didn't no, they didn't, didn't
0: have rent to pay because she went back to her mother's, and so she talks about how she she got home. She went to her mother's house because they had a little apartment in Texas. But when he was shipped out, she moved back home instead of to keeping, Kinder. Yeah, to Kinder, Louisiana, uh-huh. and kept that. Oh
1: my god! So they didn't
0: keep the apartment, right? And so she moved into her childhood bedroom, bedroom, or her, or it was like she took over her sister's, and her sister took the other room, or something like wow. that. And uh, it's
1: a huge adjustment for her,
0: yeah, to have to go from back to being a married lady, yeah. a married
1: lady yeah. going back into your, ch- your yeah. parents' and home. She
0: had gone away to college when she was 16 years old. Wow, so now she's 21, I think, or just turned 22 and has to move back home. So that's it's a long time, yeah, to have been away. To so then, yeah.
2: how long were they married back. before he before this moment like, of this letter?
0: they were married in November of 1943 and this is April of
2: 1944
0: uh-huh yeah so not that long okay 6 months or something if that
1: so she was he was he in, was she with him in Texas the whole time
0: no she would go occasionally she would go visit him and then once they got married she could
1: she, she could stayed there
0: stay there yeah. yeah they got a place yeah so that governor davis was yes. actually did you look him up yes. I totally did <laughs> he was okay now
1: yeah so I mean w- w- I, I don't know how he much he was a
0: country singer he was like, a no country wonder, singer
1: no wonder he's like what a goof doofus yeah no yeah. wonder
0: Red is like oh his honor <laughs> smeared all over the front page like he, he's like he's not a serious person yeah plus he ran as like a reformer for, for like really really poor sharecroppers basically yeah and not for, he was not like a reformer for the middle class or anything.
1: Right.
0: He was a reformer for what? For like really poor white sharecroppers, basically. Oh, not the black it,
2: sharecroppers, but the white uh,
0: sharecroppers. Yeah,
3: no, oh, God. No. <laughs> it, no, this is, this is,
1: this is the, you know, this is, uh, this is still during the period where <laughs> the Democrats, the.
2: Were the, non the, They were Dixie no, no, Democrats. They were Dixie They Democrats. were Dixie there Democrats. There was
1: no Republican Party to speak of. Oh, so this yeah. was the, the primary yeah. race uh, according to what I was reading on Wikipedia, it was really determined who, which of the Democrats was yeah. going to be governor. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Davis, the country singer, they won, had, won. They had two primaries for Right, it. right crazy huh
2: wow yeah. so Dixie Democrats yeah which look a lot like
1: Republicans Republicans t- today
2: or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tea t- Party Republicans today yeah. Yeah. yeah and Jimmy Davis was a country western singer yeah, uh, yeah. basically an entertainer yeah uh, who is running the state government of Louisiana yeah, yeah. so familiar <laughs>
1: okay.
2: and so
0: when he when he closed that session he like you know was basically showing off you know uh,
1: yeah this sounds ridiculous, right? By the way, S-
0: everyone, I'm still a singer. S- Let well, me just yeah, go ahead an and sing for you. I
1: think people would really get an, a <laughs> kick have, out of hearing what it have sounded like. I it right like. now. I have it. It. Jimmy Davis.
2: it makes no difference now. I, I just, just pulled it up. No, you don't oh, wait. Okay. Maybe you can sing. Uh, Governor it. Jiminy Davis from, uh, from the... This is this is actually a movie made from... A,
0: okay, but
2: you're on. Here goes. I'll ask him a little uh,
1: help, really puts me in the headspace Makes no difference now what kind of life fate
2: hands me i'll get along without you now that's plain to see i don't care what happens next cause i'll get by somehow I don't worry Cause it makes no difference now It was just And so there was actually a movie made about Jimmy Davis uh, who's Are you the, kidding Yeah, me? this I'm getting this 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 is the movie Not <laughs> oh the actual This is the movie And so Jimmy Davis does he, Makes no does difference Does he play now. himself? He looks Sure looks like it Wow <laughs>
0: You well, two he, I, he did end up making movies in Hollywood He this, actually recorded Before
1: think, or after his governorship anyway. Both Interesting,
0: both like he started recording in the
2: 30s and then continued until like the 60s. I I like the Ray Charles version, which we probably will get in trouble with uh playing, but
3: this is a, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll
0: shoot first and apologize later.
3: Makes no difference now, yeah, much better. (laughs) What kind of life fate hands me. Yeah. Without you now, it's plain to see. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, uh,
2: so interesting. Yeah. Um, so amazing. so this is the beginning. This is the beginning. This is letter 1 from Mildred, letter maybe 1 from from Red. No, it's definitely not letter 1 from Red, but it references what happened when
1: it the would same have been letter time. okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe when she was,
1: was picking up those hitchhikers, he was he was uh, buying ice cream. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Already, they
0: were both doing their part to help armed servicemen, <laughs> you know,
1: feel better. Yeah, isn't that <laughs> crazy? You know, that's one of the that 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 line uh, there in in Mildred's letter. I really like when she's like, "I check the tires and the gas." I feel like she's like saying, "You know, I I'm I'm doing good. I'm taking care of myself. I'm doing what you know what you would have done. Yeah, I'm be- you know, I'm being safe and yeah."
0: Yeah, Usually. she's in her letter she's constantly talking about this car and getting it fixed and like finding a good person to repair it who's not gonna like screw her out of money and stuff it's really interesting that she was able to take on that role where when they were together he did that and he yeah. taught her how to drive and yeah. taught her how to um, take care of the car and so now she's like alright I'm gonna stand on my own two feet and yeah. get this done and by the way I can pick up hitchhikers
3: yeah
2: <sighs> amazing
0: yeah i love that and, and i it, looked up i looked up hitchhiking about i, in the I was 40s? like crazy she would pick up a hitchhiker yeah they in were forties, it us. was like it was considered patriotic
1: yeah
2: and so she absolutely would have picked it was, was up. considered patriotic. patriotic and they were in uniform the hitchhikers she picked up yeah, were. So for sure. been, so they, they would have been in uniform
1: okay, okay. i mean because there's a base in polk right yeah yeah
2: where is kinder Kinder's in
0: rural South Louisiana, not as far south as, like, Baton Rouge. Um, it's closer to Lake Charles.
2: Okay. So it's really close to Texas. It's not that far. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, just over the Texas. Because we're, bo- we're both from Texas. Uh, Charlotte Sorry. and I are both from Texas. Yeah. So, like, it's just over the border, uh, over the Texas border. Okay. How amazing. Um, that's so good. I th- I wonder, there's a second letter, yeah? Yeah. There's, a, like, wow. basically, is it Mildred number two? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Let me get this. Let is me after get to a, that. a whole night of her first night alone, it's the night of April 10th. I've got Monday night, April 10, 1944. I have.
1: So. Here. So April 9th was the day. Thank you she la- they, he left, or she left him, and is also yeah. her birthday. I, is that what the roses are about? I feel like about? that was
0: it was her birthday because I Maybe remember her. I remember out. her birthday being in April when I was when she was alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember the date. And I said I was going to ask my mom, <laughs> but I totally forgot to ask my mom. So we'll get back to
1: you. <laughs> so this is a letter from the next night.
0: This is yes Monday night, April tenth,
2: nineteen forty
0: four. My darling. Today, I woke up at the crack of dawn and could not force myself to go back to sleep. It was habit and the terrible loneliness that grips my heart when I realize why I'm at home. Golly, darling, I miss you so very much. Right now, though, I'm a little excited because I just found out your train comes through in exactly one hour, but that will really only heighten the terrible feeling. But, dear, you are going to a job and will fill it well. Do a good job and hurry home
2: yay and that's half that's one quarter of that letter so yeah (laughs) that's great day two day two and it's really
1: so she
0: it's like the middle of the night yeah and she's
1: yeah so she left him and he wasn't on the train yet now that she knows his train is been coming through from Texas on its way to the coast before yeah. they ship out. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: then if you pull up um, April tenth, there'll be another letter.
1: She writes him too that day.
0: And she says that she just missed his train.
1: Oh. She fell asleep. Oh, oh she was up all night. She was up all night. Yeah.
2: Tossing and turning. Oh amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It's cool. So we'll do. Shall we do this again next week day? Whatever. What's the time between? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah? Let's do it
1: yeah. some more.
0: Yeah, man. More I want to do
2: this all day. I could do this every day.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I think anybody who's listening um, too, because you these letters were they've all they were they've always been there. They were in a trash bag. They had to be discovered uh, by you um and and you sort of went down the rabbit hole reading them i heard from another person that they from their their that's older than us and um, they discovered their parents' love letters also from the war and started reading them. It was like, how? what can I do with these? There's something inherently theatrical and magical about reading the private correspondence between two people who loved and cherished each other. You know, the private correspondence between two people who had a relationship um, that lasted decades and decades and decades. That is really thrilling. And, of course, we have, like, you know, Virginia Woolf, we have, like, many correspondence between very famous people, but these not famous people are these people who are infamous in our own particular families. Like, there's something really beautiful and succulent about that, and... Um, and not just between, you know, a person who is an officer um, and his wife that's waiting at home, but there are a lot of correspondence um, between um, people who have immigrated to the United States and they're writing home about this country that they've seen. Um, um, or uh, I discovered, we talked about this, that there are um, letters, love letters, between freed um men or freed women and their husbands or wives who are not free and the, just that level of humanity that's present yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, in these correspondence so if 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 you got some love letters <laughs> that you have discovered um, and you want to share uh, send us a send us a little note um, maybe we'll get to read your uh, like one, one uh, exchange. We'd love to do that um, of your Absolutely. love letters here as part of our our time together. Where Charlotte? Where should we send that? So, yeah. if
0: you have letters, send us a scan. We'd yeah, love to see the beautiful handwriting and yeah. the the envelopes. Yeah, follow us like that. on
2: Instagram. Follow us on
0: Facebook. Follow yeah. us. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. Check out the crazy work we're doing. It'll be fun. And our social media feed is at Forever the Podcast. Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, Forever the Podcast.
1: And email us your letters or your thoughts at Forever the at gmail.com.
2: We'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to maybe even read one of those exchanges um, yeah. while we're going through uh, in the larger arc of Mildred and Red's um, correspondence to each other over the war. Yeah. Forever yours. <laughs> <laughs> Tamil and Charlotte. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> Forever yours.
2: Tamila Charlotte.
1: And Jens.
0: Yay. Forever the podcast was produced at Brick Arts Media in Brooklyn, New York City. Today's episode featured Jens Rasmussen, myself, Charlotte Purser, Tamala Woodard, and audio engineer Seda S.B. Proctor.
3: Makes no difference now. What kind of life fate hands me. Without you now, it's plain to see I don't care what happens next I forget somehow And I don't worry Cause it makes no difference now
0: Great. Awesome.